The Douglas Design District is located along Wichita's renowned Douglas Avenue on a three-mile stretch that springs from the heart of the city's downtown area through Uptown and ends just east of Oliver Street. The DDD is home to over 300 locally owned businesses, Avenue Art Days, Second Saturday Shopping, the Artisan Market, and much more. Bringing you interviews, stories, news, and more from the DDD, this is the Douglas Design District Podcast. Right, welcome back to the Douglas Design District podcast. Good I'm morning. Jason Villanueva, one of your hosts. Good morning, Renee. Hi, Duxler, the Renee Duxler. How's how's it going? You're, you're too much sometimes. It's good. Oh it's gosh, good. happy to be here. <laughs> Wonderful. It's been uh, about a month since we interviewed you about your new position with That's the DDD. That's crazy. It has been. Yeah, How's that right. going? Good. Good. I'm having a great time. Making things happen. Well, it's a fun district, so there's. it's just a lot. Um, I really just really enjoy it, so. Yeah. That's great. Time, time flies when you're having fun, so. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. It, it is fun and it is busy, but we still take the time to do this podcast. We've, yeah. We see the value. Let me tell you what's exciting about this episode. This is our very first DDD Origins episode. Yes. And so we're excited about interviewing people in dis- in the district who've been around for a while. We want to hear about origin stories. We want to get to know our uh, our neighbors, our business owners, our members. And so Rick Wolford gets to be our first guest. Welcome, Rick. Thank you, Jason. Uh, welcome. And Renee, thank you. And uh, uh, welcome to the DDD. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. So Rick Wolford's the owner of Douglas photographic imaging that's located at 2300 East Douglas Avenue. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your business and how long have you guys been around? Well, uh, let's see, I'll start just jump in the middle of it. We've been around since 77. That puts us a little over 41 years old. And uh, all right. uh, I've lived in Wichita pretty much all my life. I was born in Chanute, but uh, uh, I found this location uh, as we were looking as I left another location, uh-huh. another business yeah. uh, that I was at for many years um, and was driving by and just loved the location about the, the visibility. It was also a midpoint between two of our main customers that we were looking for to do. Yeah. And so uh, it was just kind of odd that uh, I was almost directly across the front, old front door, at least of East High School, where my, both my wife and I both went to high school. So oh, that's, that's fun. fun. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. Haven't, <laughs> haven't left the neighborhood yeah. yet. So. Yeah. Fun Very fact, cool. I actually have really close friends that are from Chanute. So pretty interesting that was yeah. having that thrown out there. So 41 years in business. Right. And so. T- so how old were you at the time then that you opened business? Oh, gosh. Do you make me. Uh, oh, oh, no. Do the math. Think back. That's okay. Well, I'm 67 now. So uh, you can do sure, the math. Do the math backwards. Yeah. Wow. I'm about 25. Wow. Okay. So, very good. Yeah. And so had you been working somewhere else and decided to strike out on your own? Or what was the kind of trajectory yeah, there? Yeah, I had uh, worked at Edwards Typographic and I'd been the photographer there and had kind of. Um, uh, had a darn good career there. It started mm-hmm. off pretty early, about 18, and uh, loved what I was doing there, but I just needed to get out and do some more things. And I wanted sure. to uh, uh, expand and really go a little more direction in the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. And uh, I already had some connections, but when we left, and, and of course, I knew Waldo Lisey that owned uh, Edwards, and knew him for, oh my gosh, we go way back. I mean, uh-huh. his daughter taught me swimming lessons. So, wow. uh, you know, I had nothing... <laughs> uh, 
that I looked really hard about. I just wanted to, uh, and I talked to them about it and said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not here to take your customers. I'm just going to open off and try to do this and see what happens. Awesome. And we started being just Douglas Black and White initially, which uh-huh. was kind of unusual for most of the labs. There were three other full service color labs in town mm-hmm. and we wanted to really show our differences between it and then plus mm-hmm. i was doing commercial photography and that's what i love doing mm-hmm. um, some of our big accounts were coleman and that was our very first shoot that we got and uh, yeah. uh, back in the old days of film you made lots of those you'd make press kits for them and they everything had to be in black and white and uh-huh. you shot it two size when you did it so it was uh, a little challenging but we loved it yeah. So, so Douglas Design District has only been around for how many years now? Like Nine? 12 years. 12, 12 yeah, years. 12 I years, should know so. that stat. <laughs> what was Douglas like 41 years ago? Oh, my. <laughs> well, it's... Uh, Bear? <laughs> no, actually not. There were plenty of companies up and down yeah, the street. And over the years, there have been some come and go. Mm-hmm. Um, some probably more than... Uh, uh, I think it's the old printing company across here. I see a lot of new things being put in. I'm, I'm anxious to see what they're going to do with that area sure. uh, across from the Spice Merchant. Uh-huh. Um, there's been a lot of the buildings there that uh, um, have have undergone some interesting changes, let's just say. Yeah. I see that one of our members is now moving down here to the old TV station yes. over by East High School. Isn't I'm cool? happy to see that. What's uh-huh. going in there? Uh, it's Wichita Wood Floor Specialists. They used oh, to be down by the Crown right. Right. on that corner, and That's now right. they're moving into the old TV so station So the TV station moved, or they shut down? I think, you know? I think they've shut down. I saw that they were putting some wood up on the facade yeah. i guess it makes sense wood no, specialist it looks really cool right. yeah. i'm really yeah. excited to well see. it ought to be a great location for them because it's yeah. plenty plenty large yes and i think that's one of the tough things yeah uh, the, the whole area of the douglas design district from washington all the way to oliver is tremendously unique anyway so mm-hmm. yeah I, I didn't really notice it from that standpoint since we didn't have a district designed at that time so right. uh, most of the things up and down the streets were um centered on in our business from Lawrence Photographic over on First Street. So almost every printing shop was within a one mile radius of that. And so it was a real good reason for us to be where we were because of the suppliers and a lot of the people that we served. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. So kind of all that industry was kind of a hub That's right. here at that time. That changed right. a lot as, as time went on and electronics sure. went on and especially yeah. agencies. Uh, sure. uh, advertising agencies have changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. So they're, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they're up against some of the, the hard lines that uh, many yes. of us have faced. Yes, yes. Yeah. But sure. after all those years, we, we still wanted to keep all the analog things. And as, uh, as digital came along, um, what we did was just keep our toe in it and we kept mm-hmm. uh, the cameras weren't as good as they needed to be initially. So what yeah. you're really doing, we're scanning things for people. We would digitize yeah. by scanning negatives, for example, sure. and uh, or slides and did a lot of that for people to be able to uh, and serve the printing industry as well as just private industry. But you're still processing film. We still process film, uh, color negative, black and white and uh, ectochrome. Uh-huh. Which is yeah. incredible. It's interesting because... The analog cameras are coming back, the, you know, like the Canon AE1s. Yes. And the, people are shooting those things now. If people are wanting to shoot film. It's sure. Like, digital comes around. It's awesome. But then yeah. they're like, well, there's something about that, that old school feel. <laughs> and so is. any photographers in the city listening to this, I, I, I ran uh, an Instagram account there for a while that was kind of a photographer community and film was a big thing among that community. Right. And so getting film processed in the city is possible. 
Well, and one of the most unique things about film that uh, many people don't quite understand is while you can buy a high-end digital camera and spend many thousands of dollars to do Absolutely. it, uh, the beauty of film is that if you took a 35 millimeter negative, everybody talks about using a 4K TV or a 4K camera because that's 4,000 mm-hmm. pixels. Right. Film is about 8K on a 35 millimeter. I have an actual analog print on a wall that's four feet by six feet. Then you have to get right up onto it before you're going to see the grain. So it's in there. It's a matter of how you get it out. Yeah. So when we were first early on on that, we were actually getting a lot of people to bring by film. So they would process the film and then we would just scan it for them so that Mm -hmm. they could just take the files electronic and do what they wanted to do. Sure. So it was really the the segue between the better cameras when they came out. (laughs) But to this day, a lot of your fine art uh, people still shoot film. If they're going out to shoot landscapes, they'll shoot a five by seven or eight by 10 camera even, but they can come back and scan it and have enormously good detail out of it. So with, uh, I'm kind of interested in the, in that business aspect and that mentality. So you've endured some changes in in the photographic era. So from film to digital, but you're still you're still processing both. Kind of kind of talk to talk about that from a business perspective. How you have to change with the times. We all know people like, or businesses like Toys R Us and Blockbuster who just didn't get with the times. And so talk yes. about just maybe some of that process That's or how you, how you how you moved through that time and you're still around. Oh yes, well and and ideally a lot of that was just keeping your eye on what was happening and what customers were wanting. You know the whole idea of even though we're a brick and mortar and, and we talk about that kind of thing with within uh, DDD about why somebody would want to be here. I think for us, the advantage is a lot of times you can look at our web page, you can look at our Facebook page, but unless you come in the shop, all of a sudden customers say, holy cow, look at this. I did not have no idea you did all this stuff. So <laughs> I, sure. I chuckle sometimes when they come in and I have to, um, uh, explain why we did this and, and how that was created so that they could, uh, actually kind of see themselves what they might be able to take out of there and what they might have had. So, oh my, I have one of those. I'd, now I know how you could do that. We get a lot of old bubble prints, for example. Uh-huh. People don't know how to get that done. We have a very special process that we use when we do copy work. So that's why a lot of the people come to us. So with our copy work, it's a lot different than you just scanning a print. Mm-hmm. We have a lot better ways of getting uh, detail into things that you just didn't know was right. there. Well, you said something that really stood out to me. You said, well, we just had to pay attention to what the customer wanted. That's right. And yeah. I think you get stuck when you think about, well, what do I, what do I want to do versus what do they need? It's all it's supply and demand, right? I, I like to think that one thing I try to never do is to think that I'm the customer. Because my wants and desires are different than what the customers have. And they prove that to me every month. Wow. I mean, some of the stuff that comes in and that's, well, this is what I'd like to do. And many times I want to hear what it is they'd like to do and what their end result is trying to be so that we can determine for them what the proper way to go about it is. There may be times that for some people that we actually would shoot film on something and then digitize it because that's the better way to do it. Mm -hmm. Film Mm -hmm. does have a latitude that, that some digital doesn't write off. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it's so great that a lot of these processes um, haven't been lost so that, like you mentioned, when people come back and go, gosh, how do we, you know, how do we pick this up or take this, that there is some place to um, be able to do that. I mean, everything kind of um, 
uh, has a, a season, but we we know historically that those right. <laughs> kind of continue yeah. to yeah. to come back up again. So I love that there's things that you can do in your shop that haven't been lost. There's right. art. It's an art of oh, yes. film processing right. and stuff yes. that hasn't been lost. And yeah. that's fantastic. Help me understand um, some of the things that you do. Maybe just practically you get, you know, Joe Schmo that comes in off of the right off the street and says, Hey, I've got this, you know, I want this printed somehow, some way. Sure. Yeah. Maybe just practical. Well, a typical we customer, Jason might come in and, and, um, they may have a thumb drive. They may have just the card right out of their camera and say, I took this picture and I really need to make uh, some eight by tens. And, and, but it doesn't seem to be eight by 10 format. How do I fix this? So we'll go over and just download their file right there. Many times we can do it right while they wait and we'll look at it with them and say, okay, let me show you what an eight by 10 would crop like. And so here's where that is. And said, yeah, when I send this to the one hour lab, that's what happens. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, you've got a lot of blue sky. Maybe we can just compress that or expand it, and then we'll get your proportions right. We'll just do that for them. Yeah. So there's a lot of tricky ways that you can do that. Uh, I had a lady the other day that came in, and unfortunately, the people that had shot the picture <laughs> cropped out the left and right side in most of them, and, but she wanted that decorations that were on each side, but she mm-hmm. had it on one. Uh-huh. So we were able to grab it off of that and just put it on the sides of nice. the other. Excellent. And it was seamless. Yeah. And, you know, she loved it. Yeah. But, but that can be done. But, you know, how do you explain that to them? Sure. I think that's such a great point about customer service and the quality of service when you go local versus, I mean, that's something all of us who've done, you know, business locally right. and small business um, understand is that you are competing against some of the bigger, you know, kind of box stores or I'm sure, you know, Walgreens and all those well, places. Sure. Yeah, but you are not going to get, and you try to, you know, kind of um, message that to people. People are not going to get the same customer service that they do. Um, That's from right. their local small business. Well, many business. of the Walgreens even will send people to us. So sure. what we have is customers that'll come from even one-hour labs that say, well, how do I get this done? Well, we're going to send you down to Douglas Photographic Imaging now, which is our name that we named because I wanted the DPI moniker. Sure. And that worked out perfect for sense. us to have uh, uh, a segue into the electronics as we got past black and white. Right. Mm-hmm. Which means dots per inch. Dots per in inch. In the digital right. world. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. For those who uh, wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I, it's easy for me to forget that. We've had it yeah. for so long. And sure. We, we do it here's, all the time. Here's a little bit of knowledge for people out there. If you're if you're making something for web, it's 72 DPI, and if you're making something for print, it's typically 300 DPI. That's right. Now, do you know why it's 300 DPI? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Well, the reason is that the human eye can't see a 300th of an inch. Uh-huh. So the, the the technicians, when they got into it, decided to make that 300 as a standard because that was smaller than any dot you would see. Therefore, you could. Take that and and also when the printers use it, they actually work in lines per inches, which is a little different uh, formulation. Uh, so you can take that down actually 300 usually more than they need for most things. Yeah. Newsprint would be like 80. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm learning so much <laughs> over here. I'm like absorbing all of this. <laughs> that That is awesome. So uh, what would, what kind of advice would you give someone looking to start brick and mortar just uh, here in, here in Wichita specifically? Well, you know, anytime somebody's going to, have a start a business, for example, or even if you have an existing business and you're looking for another location, anytime you're doing brick and mortar, the one thing that Douglas Design District does have, I think, that appeals to me, which is why I'm glad we're still here, um, 
is that there's a lot of variety in that in that three mile corridor. Sure. It, uh, there's really a lot of variety in the streets. Uh, sometimes there's a little argument from maybe the city we're running into once in a while with sure. uh, uh, what we should change. And I, I look at it as why would you want to change it so much? Because <laughs> that dynamic of that area has been there for a long time that I know of. And so sure. many times that allows you to find the businesses that want that dynamic mm-hmm. and want that kind of thing and then go to the next one. Sure. Uh, my area in front of a high school, which is, you know, a pretty good block there from the highway to Grove Street mm-hmm. is a totally different thing than you'd have on the other side of it. Right. So I think that many times people, uh, especially engineers sometimes can try to uh, 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 cookie cutter things that sometimes they need to be left in a more chaotic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Chaos is actually a good thing many times. That's yeah. where you get the real change from. Sure. And the change can come from that because people that are going to come in and want a certain size place, which you'll find up and down Douglas. There are places that are large that might be available. Mm-hmm. Uh, look how they divided up the uh, Chevrolet dealership now. That's into totally right. different kind of yeah. places, which it took some imagination from that. So the Douglas Design District itself requires, in a way, people with some imagination looking at this and wondering, mm-hmm. how could I use this space and, right. and what can I do with it? Yeah, right. I I, I think that's wise. You're talking about taking the macro look versus the micro look, much, right? Like mm-hmm. on a macro more. level versus a micro that's right. level. Yeah, that's yeah. right. If you're going to look micro, then you're going to look more at just block by block type aspects. Right. Of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even that makes a big difference. Yeah. You've got sure. some that are newer buildings in there. You've got mm-hmm. some that are older mm-hmm. ones. Uh, uh, some are very unique buildings that probably have um, a little less potential to do just, uh, uh, say, retail because of what you'd have to do to design around them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So what you'd said to people considering, businesses considering brick and mortar, and what's great about the DDD is that you have you have such a variety of businesses. So yes. it's not like I have to travel just to go to the one place. That's it right. It can be just a part of my day if I need to go to a, B, and C, I can end up at D, well, which is where... The the whole Douglas Street is such a unique street at the at this moment where you have two lanes of traffic both ways. It's just so easy to be able to traverse across it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a good speed you can drive. It's uh, uh, any place you're trying to go to, it's not like you're going to get trapped and have to turn around and go down this intersection and then come back and go over to this. Right. It's Everything's just right along there and it's easy to find. Yeah. Uh, I... I put a banner out in front of ours because mm-hmm. I still have a lot of older customers that many times would look at it and say, I can't see the name on your building. Well, it was high up on the, yes. on the awnings. Yes. But, <laughs> so I moved one lower for them to see it. And that's been very good. I've had several of them come in and say, I found your building really right. easy. Right. So. Do you find, um, because I know having had a brick and mortar on Douglas myself, um, parking um, being an issue. There was always, there's not enough parking. And what I found is that if it wasn't right in front of the front door, well, that's when <laughs> they, there was no parking. Um, you know, we don't have, um, we have parking and we don't have parking. Sure. Sometimes you have to walk. Sure. So do you find that that's an issue for, for your customer base? Or? Not really. Uh, Reverie just moved in about a block from us. And uh, you know, I've, I've been watching that and I, and I watch for them. I feel probably more for some of the other people around them because they haven't been used to that much parking being sure, used. Sure. But on the other hand of that, you got people that will now be going by your business. Uh-huh. So if you're out there and, uh, you know, the whole concept of a lot of it in brick and mortar that needs to be kept in mind is uh, brick and mortar is going to serve you if it's the right 
kind of venue for your service or your product you're trying to sell. Right. So depending on what it is you're trying to sell or you're offering, mm-hmm. that's going to really determine where, where you are. Yes. Now, many of these people, and there may be some older ones that have been around that uh, have been there for years mm-hmm. and they had a certain accommodation of it. And maybe that parking was work better for that. Right. Uh, parking, like it or not, is you're probably going to have to walk a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In ours, we don't have, they took our street parking away for years and uh-huh. actually gave us the parking lot to the straight uh, east of us is supposed uh-huh. to be some of ours, but that's still more than what most customers want to walk. Sure, so, sure. So uh, we have it right there on the street, right beside us. Uh, we share it. Uh, it's our parking that we like to think of, but the drum place, which is quite active now, mm-hmm. uh, right next to us, Midwest Drum. And uh, it's interesting because they will have times where they'll have uh, uh, lessons and they'll be quite quite busy. Sure. And I don't have a problem with that at all, as long as they're respecting what we're doing too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's good. Um, so what do you see as for maybe the future of, of Douglas? There's been a lot going on. You talked a little bit about some of the development that's going to be coming. But sure. Like, yeah, what do you what do you see for Douglas? How does it continue to progress and grow? Well, there's going to be some of it's going to be a little more uh, of continuity as the city gets some of their projects done on that, which is fine. But no matter what they do, it's still going to have a lot of diversity. And so that's going to open up, I think, some other opportunities as some businesses uh, uh, see the need for more space and maybe they can't find it in the DDD area. But what's interesting about the DDD area is there's plenty of space sometimes on buildings that are just right off the main street. So uh, I think as that gets promoted more and uh, even with realtors looking more towards that concept mm-hmm. of it. I hear more and more that people would like to be in the DDD district. And right. that's, that's kind of nice. Yeah, no, it is nice. We hope to continue to recruit businesses down here and have them feel like it's a good fit. And and you're right, um, you know, the storefront or the Douglas, you know, Avenue um, front properties are obviously premium, but there is a lot of space down here that just being right. in, like you said, being kind of close to, to everything is um, pretty premium as well or is getting there. And so I, I love that. Yep, yep. Well, tell us, uh, where people can find more information about DPI? Uh, they can go to our website at douglasphoto.com. And that's a real simple thing there. It's list pretty much all that we do. Although, as I've already said earlier before we started, there's things we do that I you just can't tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably one of the strangest ones we did for a while was had a... Uh, 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 we asked, actually produced the grading cards for the entire... Uh, beef plants in in north america for a while for the <laughs> wow. for the usda interesting and so uh, just an odd thing that we came to us through a german company uh-huh. so so how do you get those connections well right. yeah. that's a long story yeah. so, <laughs> and so you're but, also on facebook we're on facebook also but uh uh you know you can see a lot of the things that we offer on our on our web page but uh by and far if there's something you think you're having trouble finding uh, a place to do that come in talk yeah. to us mm-hmm. call us on the phone whichever yeah. Uh, usually you can come in and uh, you may see something immediately that we've got on the wall that says, oh, that's what I'm trying to do right there. Sure. Yeah. And we can be glad to help you. That's great. Well, before we go, I want to ask you a question. Yes. What is your favorite thing about Wichita? <laughs> wow. on the spot. I did. You didn't know well, that, that one was that coming. That is tough because I it didn't was, see that on my it, list. It wasn't <laughs> on the outline. Uh, I like Wichita because Wichitans in general are, uh, uh, they're just good people. They're, they're usually very friendly. 
Uh, Wichita is such an easy place to get around. Uh, I continually will find myself trying to educate somebody about the street numbers. <laughs> you know, yes. if you're, ours is an even number. And so, uh, you know, if you're going east and west, all the even numbers are on the north and all the odd numbers are on the south. So right. when you're looking for something, it makes it really simple. Yeah. Uh, I've continually told people it's really hard to get lost in Wichita unless you're in Riverside. It's true. <laughs> yes, oh. true. No, that is absolutely fact. And the suburbs. The suburbs sometimes could be a little crazy. Yeah. But by and far, right. all the majors are a mile apart. Yep. Every eight blocks is a mile, so you can you yep. can calculate just about anything just from yes. an address. No, absolutely, so it's, that is it's true. Really easy to navigate, that's for sure. Yeah, Rick, we appreciate you so much. Thank you no for problem. sharing Thank about you, you and your business, and yeah. we just it's wish such... you continued forty one more years. <laughs> yeah, I thank you too, Renee. Such a little gem here in the Douglas Design District, and so glad to be able to highlight for I mean forty one and a half years in business. That's pretty incredible, and so we're just yeah pleased mm. to be able to highlight that and showcase it as a as a part of the Douglas Design District. Thank yep. you very much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Renee, before we go. Yes. Any news for the DDD that you can give us? Oh my goodness. Well, um, we just, you know, kind of continue plugging along here in February. We'll have Second Saturday, um, which is always, right. you know, kind of a com- conglomeration of businesses who do special um, discounts and events on that day all throughout Douglas Avenue. Mm-hmm. So in the DDD, as well as Old Town, um, downtown in Delano. Um, and then um, there are going to be a lot of conversations coming up. Um, the city is really taking a look at our our, our downtown avenues and here in the district um, now from Hillside to the river. Um, so for us, Hillside to Washington is under the scope of what nice. they're looking at. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of conversations. There is a forum this Tuesday. Um, that we're encouraging people to get out. If you're a business in the district, if you live in the district, if you use the district, um, you know, we really want to get as many um, people to, you know, the table as possible because, um, you know, we found this last year, um, the more... um, people you have at the table, the more different perspectives you're going to see. Right. And so it's not all just one, Oh, you know, and we learned so much um, from, you know, just going, going through that process. So I just am, am encouraging people to get out to that and, and we'll continue to post from our, um, you know, social media and, and website about when stuff comes up, because we do want our community to be involved in that process. We want it to look like what people want and need. Yeah. That's great. Just a friendly reminder that there's a great resource for identifying all the great events our members are hosting in February. And so you can check out com slash calendar. Yes. And you'll find a calendar of events. Yeah. Always a lot going on. And of course, visit our website, com for all things DDD and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let people know about the podcast. Yes. Just be a podcast evangelist and let people know <laughs> that DDD is hosting a podcast. I tell people about it all the time. I say, why well, didn't know? Yeah. And so we're just going to continue to let people know what yeah. we're doing here. We'll continue giving to you, grow. Giving you as much information and news and interviews. Well, I as was we going to say, with can. this last interview we just did, I feel like our numbers are just going to skyrocket. That's that right. So good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good great. thing you cut me short. <laughs> That's right. That's That's right. As always, we want to thank Furniture Options for allowing us to use our conference room to record our podcast. Furniture Options provides full service furniture rental solutions to companies, groups, and individuals in transition. For more information, visit furnitureoptions.com. Have a great month. We'll catch you you next time. Thank you, Jason.